Hello, everybody. We've got the trade deadline coming up here in March, and I wanted to do another buy low show for you and talk about some potential players that you can target in trades. Plus, I wanted to check in on the players we talked about in the last buy low show. Okay, let's get the biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. here all right it is fantasy nhl today thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate that i am your host blake creamer please follow me at twitter at blake creamer se again you want to get that tweet heat that's where we're bringing it all right we're getting a biz every day all right and we're gonna do it again cool um yeah like i said we uh um we got the trade deadline coming up and um, I just love buy lows. I can't get enough. So um, that's something I think that can bring a lot of value to you all and your fantasy leagues. Um, let, I want to look at some players that maybe we can target in trades because, yeah, the, the deadline's coming up. We're not going to be able to get any more trades in. So we got to try and uh, extract some value while we can. And that's the point of the show today, okay? But before we get into that, we got the NHL news. My tiny little nipples went to France. Yeah. Um, first bit of news, just a little bit of injury news, nothing crazy here. Jack Hughes is day to day with an upper body injury. Uh, he left practice the other day. So just check, uh, check his status prior to game time tomorrow. They got a game against Seattle. It doesn't sound like anything too serious, but you know, uh, it's a, one of your, one of your main players. So definitely check that. Hopefully he's good to go. Other injury news, uh, Jonas Brodeen, uh, defenseman for the Minnesota Wild, um, he's not going to play tonight, which is Wednesday, so I would check his status prior to Thursday's game. I know he's he's probably not on anybody's fantasy radar, really, but I like uh, Brodeen. I liked him for this week. I was actually looking to stream him in for the back-to-back here, just for the defenseman per FC. He gets some really good deployment um, and, you know, the occasional point, but that's not what we're doing there. But um, if he's good to go for Thursday, it could be a nice stream for the rest of the week. Or you could just wait um, and maybe pick him up next week when Minnesota has that four-game schedule. We are going to do a streaming strategy show coming up here. I'll probably release that on Saturday. And and I'm sure I'll talk a little bit more about Brodeen there. Okay, But yeah, he's going to be out for the game tonight. There you go. Um, how about Barkov, uh, Alexander Barkov for the Florida Panthers. He's a game time decision for Thursday with a hand injury. My fingers hurt. Oh, well, oh, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. Hmm. Anybody else's fingers hurt? Yeah, he took a shot off the hand. So hopefully, um, he's good to go there for Thursday. So keep an eye on that. And then in some big contract news, the Buffalo Sabres. They locked up Dylan Cousins. He secured the bag. Seven years at $7.1 million per. Whoa. I mean, is this just a flex by the the Buffalo GM there? Like, yeah, yeah, we signed Tage Thompson, and he's blowing up. Now we're signing Dylan Cousins, and watch what happens, all right? Um, Great player, great signing. I think this contract is going to age beautifully. Um, Buffalo, man, they're doing some really good work there. Um, their, their core is, is, 
it's one of the best young groups in the league, in my opinion. And when you lock a guy like this up for seven years, I mean, he's, he's going to go right through his prime at a very reasonable contract. Dylan Cousins, he has 43 points in 49 games this year. That's excellent. Um, you know, he he's, uh, hasn't really been cooking too much lately, but he's on pace for 72 points. You know, he's, he's uh, shooting 2.5 shots per game. I like that. And his deployment's gone up. You know, he's getting 16 and a half minutes per. Um, it's been a little bit down lately, but I think the sky's the limit for this guy. He's just a young guy, 21 years old. So um, I like what I'm seeing there. Congratulations to you, DC. Appreciate you. I think he's going to have a nice rest of the season. Um, I don't know, 65 points. I think might be 60, 65 points for Dylan Cousins rest of the season. Book it. And if he doesn't make it, just pretend you never heard this. Okay. And that's really it. That's uh, that's all we got for the news. So um, with that done, I want to get right into these buy lows. And before we get into the new buy lows, I did want to check in with the buy lows we did on the January 17th show. You can still check that out. Um, yeah, it's uh, was our last buy, sh- buy low show. And I thought this would be kind of a good idea just to help keep me accountable too. And just to show you, um, the listener, that yeah, they, they like what, what works and what doesn't and... Um, you know, is the stuff I was saying, is that reasonable or not? So um, this is a good kind of check for me. So let's get into it. It'll be smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Um, the bylaws we talked about last uh, bylaw show, again, January 17th, were William Nylander, Andrei Svechnikov, Alex Debrinkit, and Nikolai Ehlers. Okay. So let's get into all these guys. We'll start with uh, Nylander because he's a, a clear dub for me, clear win. I mean, th- this was not rocket science. <laughs> William Nylander playing better than he was at that point. I think he had, you know, 1.6 games or something like that. He was just, it just wasn't clicking for him at that point. Well, since the January 17th show, he got the buy low bump from the show. He's had 12 points in his last eight games. You know what he's been doing. He's been crushing out there. And, and I honestly think he could still be even better. You know, he's getting line two deployment with Kelly Yarncroke, uh, Yarn I got to figure out that man's name, and uh, Alexander Kerfit. But, you know, he's still on power play one, but he only has three power play points over that time, you know, since the 17th. So I think he can do more on the power play. He's driving a lot of offense at five on five. He's just got some room for improvement. So I think Nylander is, is an elite option moving forward for the rest of the season. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but I traded him in one of my leagues. I ended up getting Kale McCarr, but oh, good lord, it hurts when <laughs> when Nylander's playing as good as he is. And you know, obviously with Matthews out, and Nylander, Marner, th- those are the go-to guys there on the Leafs, as well as Tavares. So he's getting all the deployment he wants. Way to go! Um, yeah, no, it's nice to see Nylander. He's good to go. You know that that buy low is well over You're, you won't be able to get him for anything like that um let's move on to and- andre svechnikov all right um so since the the bylo show he's had seven points in his last seven games that's that's pretty good you know we'll, we'll take that right um he's got uh, you know lots of hits and blocks as well he's he's currently online two but power play one and over the last five games he's been second on the team in shots so i really like to see that um you know, Sveshnikov, I, I think he's totally fine. We talked about it before. He's just not converting, right? So he does have, um, like I said, seven points in his last seven games, but they're all assists. So, 
Yeah, I mean, we'd like to see some goals coming out of Sveshnikov here. He is shooting very well still. I mean, averaging 3.3 shots per game. That's the highest mark of his career. He's averaging, uh, you know, the highest deployment of his career. And the Carolina Hurricanes are playing very well. So it's it's just a, you know... I think it's going to be a perfect storm for Sveshnikov to start blasting off. Carolina's won their last five games. I mean, you know, he, he can do this right now. He can he can have a little goal slump because the team's winning. So, But I do expect Sveshnikov to get off the schneid there and start pumping some goals in. So I think he, the buy-low window for Sveshnikov still still potentially there. But you can see that he is, he is producing at a reasonable level. And then hits and blocks. This guy's just a beefer. He'll, uh, you know, he's, he's doing great with his shots and, and lots of hits per game. So I still like Sveshnikov. Go and kick some tires there. See what you can do. Let's talk about Alex Debrinkit. Um, Debrinkit, uh, since the buy-low show, he has not had a boost. He, um, Debrinkit's only had three goals in his last seven games since that show, and he's still a buy low to me. But um, one of the issues is his his even strength numbers right now are not as encouraging as they were at the time of the last buy low show. And also, um, one of the things where I was sort of predicting that Debrinkit would get a boost is with the return of Josh Norris. And now Norris is out for the season, right? So... Um, Debrinkit is currently playing with Ridley Grieg and Claude Giroux. Giroux is crushing right now. Um, you know, Grieg and Debrinkit, not so much. Debrinkit's not really generating anything at even strength, all right? But, uh, you know, he's on power play one, and that's still looking good. That's where he's getting a lot of his shots and his chances and his goals. But he's just not converting at previous paces. Um, his shooting percentage is also way down this year as opposed to others. So, Right now, he's cooking at 9.9% for the season, right? He's on a 67-point pace. Last season, he was shooting at 15.2% over 82 games. That's how he got his 41 goals. And, you know, the season before that, he was at 20%. So this is is definitely low for Dabrinkit. And that leads me to believe that that's going to regress back to the mean as well, positively. Because his career average is 14.7. He's shooting 9.9 right now. I think that's going to come back up. You know, how much, I'm not sure. 67-point pace, I think that actually sounds kind of reasonable for, for Debrinket moving forward, maybe with a ceiling of 75, but he's going to have to start getting hot, and Ottawa's not been playing very well, um, as we know. So I would like to see a little bit more deployment, too. Uh, look, in his last five games, 16-32, 17-34, 18-02, 1748, and then 16-10 in his last game. So I'd love to see those minutes creep up if possible, but, I mean... Ottawa's got guys flying right now, and there may, may just not be minutes for Debrinket to, to get up there. So that said, Debrinket is still, like I said, a buy low. He hits very well. I mean, 85 hits in 50 games. He's going to get over 100 hits this season. He's a great category league player. He's, he's just not probably giving you the value or the production that you thought when you drafted him and that's okay you know this is first year in Ottawa I mean there's some growing pains it has been 50 games but yeah we'll we'll see what happens I I still like Alex Dabrinkit but not as much as I did in the last by low show okay and then the last one I want to talk about is Nikolai Ehlers Nikolaj Nikolaj yeah I said it Nikolaj Nikolaj not even close Nikolaj Nikolaj almost Nikolaj Nikolaj I feel like I'm saying it you know what it doesn't matter all right and we'll talk about him a little bit um he's you know since that buy low show he's got six points in his last eight games to me he's still a buy low that buy low window is still open on Nikolai Ehlers um over the last five games he's led the team in shots with uh, 15 uh, over those five games 
And that this will lead us into our actual bylaws. Nikolai Ehlers is one of the bylaws I wanted to talk about today as well. So he's one of the four players I want to talk about because he's still down there. Let's take a look at what Ehlers has done, you know, season long at 5v5, all right? So he is 12th in the league in shots on goal per 60. He's first overall in the entire league in individual Corsi 4 per 60. So shots at and towards the net. He's number one in the entire league, all right? And then he's eighth in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. So to me, I mean, you look at these numbers. It's just, you know, six points in eight games doesn't match up with these advanced stat numbers that I'm looking at here. Um, this is just a matter of time for me until Ehlers starts going off, but he is going to need some help to get there, I think. Um, I looked at uh, dailyfaceoff.com. Looks like he's been skating on what looks like the fourth line recently with Sam Gagne and Kevin Stenland. Yikes. All right. But he's still rocking power play one. You know, that said, his deployment has been fairly strong in the last four games. You look at these numbers, 1804, 1815, 1707, 1742 in the last four games. And to me, um, that is kind of where we need to see Ehlers. So I think that needs to be a minimum for Ehlers to really hit. You know, I can't really explain, uh, you know, that that fourth line deployment there. We'll we'll have to see um, what goes on moving forward. But that could be a help in getting you to pry Ehlers from one of these fantasy GM's hands, right? So see if Ehlers' owners are getting a little froggy. Maybe they're getting frustrated with his line deployment. Can you maybe offer a player who's hot right now? Um, I'm thinking, you know, what about Adrian Kempe or Carter Verhage? He's on a heater right now, uh, and I don't see Verhage beating Ehlers' rest of season. That's just my opinion. What about Chandler Stevenson? Can you, would, would someone accept one of these guys for Nikolai Ehlers? I would kick kick some tires there. Send some trades out. For me, for Ehlers, I really think it's not if. It's when he's going to start to produce. Winnipeg is doing very well. Um, yeah, I like Ehlers' rest of season, I think. Point per game minimum for Ehlers moving forward for the rest of the season. Book it! That's my two cents, all right? Um, but yeah, you you just can't ignore these numbers. When someone has these numbers... At even strength, right? That means he's driving offense uh, uh, to a ridiculous level, to an elite level at 5v5, okay? Um, and then throw on top of that, he's power play one with the Jets. So he's, he's obviously getting a bunch more chances there. Just something to think about. Nikolai Ehlers, get him in your life, all right? And also, I mean, he doesn't have that many games into the season. He has a small sample size. So that, that can benefit you as well when you're trying to make a trade, right? His numbers don't, like, if you just look at his numbers at the surface, you're like, okay, what's so special about this guy, right? He's going to blow up. I'm telling you. All right, 18 points in 16 games, that's nice. I think he could do even better. Let's get to biz. Next up for our buy lows, how about Jack Eichel? What the hell is going on with this man? All right, one goal and one assist in his last 10 games. Ah, That show ain't no good. This is not what you drafted uh, Eichel for. And it's honestly, it's shocking just to say the least. Uh, Vegas overall, they, I mean, they're not playing very well. They've lost four of their last five, so they're not performing. And it honestly starts with their superstar right here. Um, the only line really going for the Knights now is, is their, uh, I think it's their third line. It's, it's Stevenson, Carrier, and the hot dog man, Phil the Thrill Kessel. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that's no good, right? Um, let's take a look at Eichel's advanced numbers, all right? So we'll start with the last five games. You know, and these are the advanced stats I like to look at. Shots on goal per 60, individual Corsi 4 per 60, and then individual scoring chances 4 per 60. So let's do that. Last five games in the league at even strength, Eichel is 73rd in shots on goal per 60. He's 47th in individual Corsi 4 per 60, and he's 94th overall in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. So those numbers right there are not terrible, but honestly, they're not great, right? This is, this is a superstar. This is uh, apparently like an elite player, right? And he has been in the past. So compare that with his season stats. Overall, again, even strength, he's 22nd in the league in shots on goal per 60. So, um, you know, he's not taking as many shots in his last five games. He had even strength. He's 49th in individual Corsi 4 per 60 on the season. He's 98th in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. So the numbers are a little better season long. His best production, honestly, uh, this season came when he was skating with Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. And, and that's, uh, you know, Stone is out for the season now. Oh, hi, Mark. So I still think that Ica will pick it up and you might be able to get him for crazy value. Like two points in 10 games, that's, that's doesn't make any sense for Ica. Um, Ica should be a point per game player minimum. That I think people that drafted Eichel, that's what they're expecting. He's the go-to offensive option in Vegas, and, and this just isn't cutting it, right? So I think Eichel owners may be wanting to just cut their losses and get anyone who's producing at this point. If you look at Eichel's uh, shot counts over the last few games, he is putting a lot of pressure to the net, and a lot of that is done on the power play. I just think Eichel is too good of a player for this to continue, but he's a massive buy low at this moment. So I don't know. See what you can do. When you, when you look at Eichel's numbers, nothing is really different, you know, overall for, for this season. He's, you know, his shots are right on the same pace. His shooting percentage is right on the same pace. His hits are around the same spot, you know. For one big issue with Eichel this season is uh, power play production. He's only got one goal in 39 games. What the hell are you doing, my guy? Um, you know, he's getting lots of shots there, but one goal, man, that's, that's ugly. And then nine power play points on the season. So we'll see. It's, it's a very down season for Eichel. We all know this, but I think, you know, take a look at where you drafted this guy and then look at where, look at some players or where, where Jack Eichel was drafted, sorry. And then look at players that you have that were maybe drafted two, three, four rounds even later than Eichel that are maybe performing a little bit better. See if you can flip them over and, and pick up Eichel because I, I just do not believe that this is going to continue for the rest of the season. Eichel's going to figure it out. The shots are going to start going in. He's going to start getting the biz on the power play. He's a buy low. He's the definition of buy low. Go see what you can do, okay? Next up in our buy low show, is going to be from the New Jersey Devils, Nico Heischer. All right? Yeah, and Nico Heischer, like what I'm saying by low, I'm, I'm certainly looking at his last little stretch, right? We're looking at where we can extract value because Nico Heischer on the season, he's playing excellent. It's not a, it, He's not a buy low on the season. His last five games, he's not playing very well. So this, these, these are the chances you have to take. These are when you need to pounce sometimes. Um, you gotta, there's no harm in kicking tires on fantasy managers that may be kind of frustrated or ticked off at their players that aren't performing, right? Especially when Nico Heischer has performed at quite a high level for, for most of the season. So he's got 46 points in 49 games. That's excellent. I don't know that people maybe thought Heischer would, that's where he would be this season, but... You know, here we are. 
So let's look at Nico Heischer's last five games, all right, um, where he has two assists only in that span. So two assists in five games. That's what he's got. Let's look what's under the hood, all right? Last five games, 16th in the league uh, at even strength. It's shots on goal per 60, 51st in individual Corsi 4 per 60, and 48th in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. Those numbers are great. It, it, it doesn't make sense that he only has two assists over that span, right? So that that's good. It's good to see that. Still having a great season, um, you know, along with most of the Devils. And he's performing well overall. He's just having a mini slump. And these mini slumps are opportunities for us to potentially trade, right? He sure also something that that can help with he sure is he doesn't have really the name recognition that some of the other players do. And you might be able to pry him away from some of his owners. So now that we've talked about his last five games, let's look at season long. Season long, he's 36th in shots and goal per 60, which is great. He's 40th in individual Corsi 4 per 60, and he's 20th overall in individual scoring chances 4 per 60 in the league. Nico Heischer, that's nuts. So he's generating a ton of offense. He's been converting at a reasonable rate. You know, um, he's a player driving a ton of offense for this team at even strength, and he's shooting 0% with 21 shots over the last five games. You think that's going to stick? Hell no. All right. He's, he's obviously going to get off the schneid there. He's going to pot some goals. Um, so, you know, that 0%, that's not real. That's not going to stick. His shooting percentage has been right around his career average as well this season. And, and these shots are going to start going in. Right. And just another thing on Hesha really quick here. These are the types of players that I try to target. All right. Players that are not as well known, who, who have, you know, they're looking good under the hood. This guy could be a superstar in a couple of years. I honestly believe that. And this season, I mean, it's not there this season, but I do expect them to reach 70 points with a ceiling of 80 potentially. So Nico Heischer, go check that man out. See what you can do. The Devils are a great offensive team. And they, they remind me of like last year's Florida. I mean, they're not, but they're, they're generating the type of chances that that team did. Um, and Heischer is one of the big beneficiaries of that. So He's having a little slump. Go kick tires and see what you can do. This man's a legend. All right. Let's carry on. Last buy low I want to bring your attention to is none other than Evander Kane of the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Evander Kane. Um, You know, he's not exactly performing terribly so he is he's doing reasonably at this point the only reason I throw him on here is because his advanced numbers are elite okay and he just hasn't popped off yet he's got three points in his last five games that that's fine but he's still going under the radar he's like look at some he's come back off injury all right he doesn't get a ton of power play time he's on a team with McDavid, Dreisaitl, RNH, Zach Hyman all these guys that are just crushing it offensively so he's overshadowed by those superstars but this guy brings so much to the table fantasy wise I mean you know let's look at his last five games here again at even strength he's ninth in the league in shots and goal per 60 he's sixth in individual Corsi four per 60 and he's 14th overall in individual scoring chances four per 60 so you know it's a surprise to me but that's almost like a slump for him because on the season listen to these numbers uh, and and granted, it's it's a small sample size for Evander Kane. He's only played 19 games, but on the season, he's third overall in shots on goal per 60. Third. He's third overall in individual Corsi 4 per 60. 
third. And he's fourth overall in individual scoring chances, four per 60. My goodness. All right. Um, you know, granted, like I said, it's only 19 game sample size. So, but this guy's a stud um, at even strength. And he does get a little bit of power play time. He basically profiles to me as like a, um, a B version of Brady Kachuk. Like he's bringing bangs. He's has elite shots as well as penalty minutes. If that's a cat in your league. Um, and, and that said, obviously Kane is a category league guy and his value is less in points leagues, but with these numbers, it's not that much less, you know, he's going to hit on both uh, category leagues and points leagues. In my opinion, Evander Kane is a prime trade target for me. All right. Not to mention he's lining up with dry and Zach Hyman on the second line for the Oilers. That's nuts. This guy's going to be a beast on the home stretch of the season bucket. All right. I love that. Um, so, yeah, those are the players that I wanted to bring your attention to. Um, and I, I really think, you know, I wanted to keep this nice and short, uh, a short episode for you. But those are some buy lows. Go out and kick some tires on those guys. And definitely let me know um, if you're able to make a trade. Um, I would love to hear that because I really feel like like some of these players are locks. Like, uh, I just don't see, well, you know, we'll, we'll touch base again on these players. But I just don't see how they're not going to you know, pop off here in the near future. So, um, yeah, for now, we'll just, uh, we'll call these guys by lows. We'll check in in a couple weeks and see what's going on. But that's all we got. Just a nice short show. Wanted to get it out there for you. Um, hope you all are having a great day. And I hope these by lows help you. Um, let me know how it goes. If you're able to do it, that would be great. Hit me up on Twitter. Also, definitely check out sportsethos.com. I've mentioned it before. Um, you know, they, they're doing some amazing stuff. Fantasy basketball-wise, it's crazy over there. They, they just have so much content, and it's such high quality. So, sportsethos.com, if you love basketball, head on over there. I've also told you they have football, baseball. They've, they've got some really good baseball content coming up this season. So, if that's your thing, you know, you can get it over there at Sportsethos as well. And they got disc golf. i got to mention that man again. He's crushing. Um but yeah, great site. Check it out. And also, I did want to mention, if any of you are interested in fantasy basketball, I'm going to be involved um, with the Sports Ethos Trade Deadline Show, which is happening um, tomorrow from 7 o'clock a.m. Pacific time to 12 o'clock uh, p.m. Pacific time. So five hours of content. It's going to be nuts. Um, I won't be there for the full time. I'm going to be there from uh, 9 a.m. to, you know, potentially 10 a.m. Just talking basketball, uh, talking hoops, fantasy hoops with uh, the pros over there at Sports Ethos. They've got an insane team. So uh, definitely head on over there. Check it out. It's going to be on YouTube. I'll put the link in the description if you guys are interested in checking that out. But again, that's basketball. And I mentioned to you last episode, and I'll mention again here. I'm going to be doing something very similar for uh, Fantasy NHL today, a trade deadline show that's going to be live. It won't be five hours because, you know, I don't think I can talk that long. But, um, yeah, we're going to do probably a two-hour trade deadline special. I've got some guests lined up. I will let you know those guests soon. But we're basically just going to watch the trade deadline. We're going to talk about fantasy hockey. We're going to talk about the fantasy implications of the trades and, and give our thoughts there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to probably be doing some day drinking as well. That is always nice. So definitely tune in. Stay tuned for that. I'll give you all the information. We're going to have a super time, okay? So, but that's all we got. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Go 
kick some tires on these buy lows. What are you doing? Thank you, everybody. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. 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 Necessary